really cares. Save a world in despair. Welcome back. It's been quite a while. Over the past three weeks, I've been pretty quiet. I really had to take a moment to gather my thoughts. My mother always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. While I still don't have anything nice to say, at least it's a thoughtful message. That's the best I could do. As I've watched 2020 unfold, I've maintained that it's a necessary year for change that is overdue and timely. I still believe this, but I'm overwhelmed and I'm human. I've watched countless deaths happen right before my eyes at the hand of law enforcement. Those who are to protect and serve. I don't feel protected and I damn for sure don't feel like I'm serving. It's serving me well. You see, I've raised a black man. I've raised a black woman. And I have another black king and black queens coming up behind them. I look at my black babies every time a member of my royal family is murdered, gunned down, suffocated in the streets, murdered while in custody, shot down at the Jack in the Box, shot down after jaywalking. The list unfortunately goes on. Sadly, this isn't new. The only difference now is that the current leadership has created a culture where some feel these actions are defensible. The other thing that has changed is that we have the benefit of technology so that these atrocities can't be buried under a sea of lies in the name of ill-willed service and protection. Anyhow, I thought that I would create this message today to walk through what I put into raising my black man child. I think, it's ne I think it's necessary because it, even in the 21st century, I had a middle school teacher come and ask me to come sing Old Negro Spirituals to provide visual aid during the slavery unit she was covering because she had never been a slave. She wanted to get it right. She actually said that I would know how to address it because I must talk to my children about slavery during dinner time. In a recent podcast that um, you'll hear soon, this incident, this incident came up and I thought to myself afterward that maybe there are other people who actually think that we live in the presence of slavery, discuss it daily, and revel in it. Maybe those who are hunting us down just don't understand our disposition and therefore think it's okay to kill us off because all we're just do we're just slaves. I really don't freaking know, but here's my shot. Let me tell you what it was like to raise my black king. While it's not the experience of every black man, it's a valid example. And I can go on record speaking for other black mothers and all mothers, in fact, it's what you want. You want to be blessed enough to produce a man as amazing as this one. On the day he was born, I was elated. I looked at him and told him, you are amazing. You can be anything you want to be. 
I prayed over him, coddled him. I cared for him with the most intense care. It was the type of connection I really didn't even realize was possible. I loved him from the day beyond, that day beyond measure, and I still do. I taught him everything I could possibly teach him. ABCs, one, two, threes, how to have reverence for God, respect for his parents and elders, that he should respect women. I taught him to always present his best self to the world. Iron your clothes, speak with authority, look into the eyes of anyone you speak to, have a firm handshake, open doors for your mother, your sisters, any woman in your path, be a gentleman. As a young boy, he was already so smart and handsome. He asked question after question after question. <laughs> I answered all of them and he grew that much more intelligent. He was reading at a college level in the first grade and could perform advanced math equations in high school um, in his trick class without ever writing down the steps. He had the ability to see through to the bottom of, of the equation. I have to tell you that before, I, I can also tell you that he was also a gifted scholar athlete. His crossovers were a treat to watch on the basketball court, and he was just as gifted on the football field, to be quite honest. I taught him that whatever he does, he better strive to be the best at it, on and off the court and off the field. So we're not just dumb athletes. My baby is a literal gen genius, and he chose to excel at it all. He went on to play p college football, graduated, and is now a grown man with character. He's ethical, he's caring, he loves God, loves his family, and he's my contribution to this world. We didn't talk about slavery at dinner. He knows about that period of time, sure. He also knows what happened before that time. <laughs> and at dinner, we talked about social issues, politics, money matters, the importance of investing and maintaining good credit, his plans for his career, his future, our love for one another. We talked about the things that mothers and fathers pour into their children every day. We also talked about this. If you're ever pulled over by the police, Keep your hands on the wheel at 10 and 2. Don't make any sudden movements. Maintain respect. Follow the officer's command. And for God's sake, come back home alive. You see, he's not a slave. He's my son. I love him. I love him just like any other mother loves their son, their children. How dare anyone would wound and annihilate our children? We've invested in our children, swallowed our own anger and frustration after a day at work where we are overlooked, passed up, and having to work so much harder than our counterparts to ascend and attain like success. We swallow it and we come home to nourish our children with positivity because we want to give them a chance, a moment in time where they can just be our children and not feel their blackness. They can just feel like children. They are not slaves. How dare they be gunned down in the street? 
suffocated against the pleas of the community surrounding them like a modern day lynching. It's our contribution. And there are those that just snatch it away, leaving a wound so deep. And then you want to call us angry black women? You want us to like it? Hell yeah, we're angry. So now, in addition to the, if you ever get pulled over by the police speech, I have to pray that someone is also prepared to record. We have recordings and we have our voting power. We have to vote at the local level, people. The local leadership is just as important as the presidential election. I just want to say that. I leave you with this to all my kings and queens out there. If you are ever pulled over by the police, keep your hands on the wheel at 10 and 2. Don't make any sudden movements. Maintain respect. Follow the officer's commands. Come back home alive. And pray someone is recording your murder if you don't. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. I am Dr. Saran Nataki. I'd like for you to subscribe to the Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesday podcast, but more importantly, I need you to vote. If you wish to subscribe, you may do so on iTunes, YouTube, or SoundCloud, or visit the website at www.pwwr365.com. You may also find me on Instagram at pwwr365. Be blessed. Stay safe, and most importantly, take action.